Hello and welcome to the Believe You Can podcast. My name is Claire Fishenden and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited you're here. I am a mum to a little girl called Ruby. I have a background in musical theatre and acting. I run my own online business and I'm so excited to be your host for this podcast because I'm all focused about transformation, overcoming obstacles, building self-esteem and confidence and just knowing that you, if you put your mind to it and you believe that you can, you can achieve anything. Hello, it's Claire Fishenden here. Welcome back to my podcast. I'm so sorry I've not been around MIA. I've been growing a small human. I'm 22 weeks pregnant and I was feeling all the feels, all the sickness, all the exhaustion and for 12 weeks and then unfortunately as soon as that 12 weeks hit my um my dad passed away on the 9th of August so it's been a time so I just thought I'd come on and share some of the things that I've learned over the last couple of the months um which has been interesting and um definitely something that um I haven't experienced for a long time like grief and it's something that's made me realize that you know I am so positive as a person and this podcast is all about believe that you can, but sometimes you do just have to sit and you have to be in the feelings, um, not go down the rabbit hole of like really indulging in them, although I definitely probably did that at times, um, but, you know, being aware of how you are feeling and what is going on and being attuned to what you kind of need to do and how you need to feel. I definitely did a lot more meditation and used tools and things to sort of really support me mentally um, through the time. So yeah, I'm back here and I just feel so excited just to be on and sharing with you um, and yeah, get my voice like, it's, it's so weird hearing my voice in the headphones. Um, but I've honestly been trying to record this episode for about two weeks and lots of different things have come up and I was like, maybe it's because I'm not, it's not the right time to record it. I'm not, you know, I need to share something different. And like I've had the builders here, so they've not been able to do it. Then um, my partner just came in literally two minutes ago and scared the living life out of me with a Halloween mask on, which I don't think is great for my cortisol or adrenaline levels when I'm pregnant. I literally screamed the house down, actually burst into tears because it frightened me so much. <laughs> And here I am recording this. Honestly, it was is hysterical. But you know, when you're just like, why did you just do that to me? <laughs> and now he's on my podcast, and he he'll probably hate that <laughs> I'm talking about it. But he's he's a comical character, but just wasn't the the right timing. But emotionally, we can be affected by so many different things. So, um, things I wanted to share with you today is like about about my dad and how, um, you know within this time when you know grief is actually a, a big thing that I think's around at the moment obviously where people have lost loved ones I'm so sorry if you're someone that's lost someone you know in the last couple of years or you know someone that you're still grieving for um, and it's an ongoing process and I think losing a parent I didn't quite understand or comprehend that what that was now my my dad and I had a interesting relationship it was complex absolutely love him dearly I've got two amazing sisters and you know I'm so lucky to have them and have the support network around around me but my dad um he suffered from sort of mental health issues over the years and it was it was a challenge and it was it was often uh, the responsibility was on us, you know, the other way round. 
um, emotionally and, you know, yeah, it, when you've got a parent that does suffer from mental illness, it is it is a really hard thing. And what I learned so much over the last couple of years is just to just to not, you know, not ever sort of not not disagree. But the way he thought was just different to the way that I thought and the way that maybe we all think. Um, and just to sort of sit in that with appreciation rather than expectation of how I felt that he should behave as a parent or, you know, and all of those things. And and actually, one thing I know for sure is how much he loved us so much. So I just want you to know whatever your relationship is like with a parent or anything, I think ultimately everyone is just doing their best and, and they love you in their way. And that's what I really learned. And I really felt how much like he was so proud of us all. Um, but going back to the grief thing, I really think it's apparent and it's not just in the loss of losing someone. It's the, the loss of, you know, time and connection and all of the things that we've kind of lost. We can be grieving for over the, the, um, over the last couple of years from, from what's happened. And I think that ultimately it's about really looking at your life and looking at what the things that bring you joy and the things that, that don't. Um, and I'm definitely one that I can like create problems. I don't know if you like, like, even if there isn't a problem, I'm like in my mind, I'm like, Oh God, I'm worrying about that. Why am I worrying about that? And I'm worrying about that. And, and, and I definitely feel that when, I'm grieving that is more apparent in my mind, if that makes sense. It's more at the forefront of my personality, that worry. Whereas before I should be like, oh yeah, it's fine, you know, crack on, like be positive and and all of that. But actually you can't be positive when always. And and that's something that I really feel is is important to note that it's actually okay to feel all the feels and the feelings that you feel about certain situations. And you know, to journal them down, to get them on paper and to really look at, you know, again, what brings you joy and what doesn't and that you have the opportunity to design the life that you want to live with the people that you want to live it and spending time with people that lift you up and make you feel good. Like, you know, I always think like, I want to be the radiator, not the drain. I want to be the person that when you walk into a room, it turn the, the room lights up, it doesn't dim. And, you know, I think, that in this time where we've had this kind of reflection time really is to look at that and to look at, you know, who do I want to be? Who do I want to surround myself with? Where do I feel joy? And what isn't serving me? Because if you've got something in your life that isn't serving you right now, that gives you, you know, an uncomfortable feeling, maybe that's something you need to work through and it's something that's there for a lesson, but also maybe it's something you need to let go of. Um, and, you know, whether that's, you know, a relationship, whether that's, um, you know, what you're doing in your job. Like, I always think if you're not loving what you do, like you do that most of the time, like make sure you love what you do, like find something or find a hobby that just makes you feel so inspired. Because one thing I've learned so much is life is so short and you just don't know in a moment when it's gone. Now, hopefully there's something wonderful after this life, but you know, with all our different beliefs, whatever those your beliefs are personally, I hope, I hope there is. Um, but, you know, who who knows? Right. And, you know, so in all we have is now and all we have is what we this, you know, the lives that we're living now. So we can just make those the best that we can and cherish every second. I, I feel like I've really become um, like, although my partner then just scaring the living life out of me literally <laughs> sent me wild I literally honestly it frightened me so much I think the reason it frightened me was because when I was um 
16, I like had a boyfriend, was my first boyfriend, and me and his friend and her girl, his girlfriend and another friend, we all went overnight fishing. And we <laughs> went, um, it was like the middle of the night, and I was like, I'm, I'm sure there's somebody outside. Anyway, so um, he got up to check, and you could hear the fear in his voice. There was someone in the bushes. And I've never been so scared in my whole life. There was someone like watching our tent. And in the end, it went on for ages. This guy didn't say anything. He walked really slowly. He like, he was smoking a like, um, like a cigarette, but like, oh, it was just like, you know, like, oh, it was just horrible. His face was just not nice, but it was so dark. You couldn't really see. Anyway, in the end, um, my partner at the time said, why don't you just like, you know, do one in in a swearing in swearing language, and he like then turned his head the slowest I've ever seen anyone turn their head, and I ran the fastest I could ever run. I literally jumped on someone's tent, and the guy like <laughs> must like woke up in a fright. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" He, I bet he thought he was being attacked. And as we run ran back, um, the person that was there took off a mask, and the mask behind the mask was my partner at the time's stepdad. And I, I honestly thought we were going to, like, that was it for us. I It was like I know what you did last summer. It was so scary. So when I just saw my partner in this mask that he just had on, I think it, like, reminded me of that because even though this was a wolf and, and not, like, a real person's face, but it just was so shocking. I was not expecting to see it. So I just think I, like, regressed to that moment where I had that a fear. Um, anyway, it's a total random story, but... Um, the stepdad was not in my good books at all uh, because it, it petrified me. And once he came out out in it like a, a family party, like a year later, and I just burst into tears. So anyway, that is that is the funny story of today. Um, so so yeah. So going back to um, you know just acknowledging feelings, I think is just so important, and just acknowledging where you're at, and that's okay to feel not feel. Um, you know, amazing, but also acknowledge the things that do serve you and don't serve you as well. And for me, like being like in a close knit, like I've honestly spent the most amazing time with my family, my partner, Rob and my little girl, Ruby. I've literally loved it so much. And I, I feel like I've seen those moments in a different way since my dad passed. And just like, he is such a good dad. Like, honestly, he like, I love my dad and so grateful for everything and I miss him dearly. But, oh, my goodness me, Rob is just the best dad ever. He he absolutely would do anything for our little girl. And I know, like, us expecting this other little urchin that we find out at the weekend we've got gender reveal oh my gosh I'm so excited we've actually got a gender reveal on Sunday so like four days time I'm going to find out we're going to find out the gender of our baby um and but I think that for me knowing that time is so precious it's just given me a completely different perspective I always felt like I valued time but I just have got a different value for it now if that makes sense and um I feel emotional now. I don't know why. Just the reason I feel um, like it it gave me a real kick is because we went, we got a phone call to say that our dad was like, it was really touch and go and that we basically needed to be there, but they didn't know whether they could let us in because it was still, you know, very restrictive in terms of viewing and everything like that. But me and my two sisters got in the car and we drove and we, um, you know, just talked, reminisced on the way and just... It was it was a shocking thing. It wasn't like 
you know, he he basically, they thought he had sepsis. So it was a really quick kind of thing that was happening. It wasn't like he had cancer and it was, a you know, a process that we kind of grieved in that kind of way. It was just so shocking. Um, and I think both grief is has such a different effect on on you you know um as well because I've had people close to me that have died of cancer and stuff like that so um yeah we got there and then they said to me because I was pregnant that I couldn't go in the room because he had a CPAP machine on which basically pushes the um carbon dioxide out of his body because he had too much carbon dioxide in his body and it was like I had to walk past a COVID ward so they wouldn't let me go and see him and for me that time in the room where my sisters were with him and I wasn't although I facetimed and everything like that I just realized the value of time and that you know not potentially having the opportunity to say goodbye to someone that you love oh my gosh if you are someone that has had that experience I'm so so sorry because I do genuinely feel that that is one of the hardest things to go through because it's it feels completely overwhelming because, you know, and then I'm sort of having, I'm having that thing in my brain going, well, the chances of me getting COVID, you know, I'm only walking past the COVID ward, the door's shut, like, you know, and I'm going through all those things and, and, and then, you know, choosing between, you know, my current situation and my dad and not saying goodbye was just awful. Um, I spoke to my partner and we decided that it would be best that if I didn't, didn't go and say goodbye so I had to sit in that for a little while and then I saw the doctor and I just burst into tears and just said is there anything that you can do please let there be something that you can do so that I can I can just say goodbye so he basically said that they were going to try and see if they could um you know communicate with my dad so they took the mask off and and he was very resistant of it because it's a very uncomfortable thing to have on um, it's like having your like driving at 70 miles an hour and your head's out the window. That's the kind of feeling for the person that's on on it. So my dad was resisting it. And then the doctor had a conversation with him and explained to him that if we take this off, you know, it is going to be us sort of like looking after you until the end sort of thing. So, yeah, it was obviously that conversation is, you know, a very difficult one. And But my dad said that that's what he wanted and that he wanted to see us all. So they moved him down the hall and we got to spend the most incredible two hours with him where we were singing. He sang like he was communicating with us. He was, you know, he said that we were all the lovers of his life. Like it was just so special and so magical, really, like and truly. And I feel like in in a moment I got to experience, you know, how you would want it to end with somebody and the perfect scenario. But before that was the 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 most dreadful scenario and those two kind of worlds collided and I got to you know got to have that time with him so yeah I um recorded somewhere over the rainbow um for him as well which I did um and ah about putting on at the end of this um of this podcast so I think I might do that I mean it was really random but I just wanted to sort of I just want the world to know that not the world to know well if it's the world listening amazing but it's probably just me and you whoever you are hello thank you for listening <laughs> um but I just yeah I, this is so I recorded somewhere over the rainbow because it means so much to our family and my dad um and I'll pop it on the end here so that you can listen to it and it's just such a beautiful song I really hope to sing it live at his funeral but 
there's no way I would have been able to. And I'm so glad that I kind of took the foresight to say, say I'm going to pre-record it and then, you know, play it. But um, like, yeah, I just, Dad, if you're listening, I love you so much and I really, really miss you. And I'm so grateful for everything you taught me. And, and yeah, I just, I'm still in this, but I feel like I've got somebody up there that I can talk to and that's what you know for me. So that's also really nice um, to kind of think of and, and take on. So yeah, this is an episode where I just wanted to completely speak from the heart. I haven't had any notes or anything like that. I just wanted to share share some things and and just be completely authentic and just let you all know that I'm I'm back and I'm going to be really I'm really wanting to sort of delve into so many amazing things um about believing that you can but also have an awareness around you know it's okay if things don't work out the way that you want to and things there's always going to be bumps in the road and it's just how we respond to situations that gives us our reality um yeah have a wonderful wonderful week and thank you so much for listening to my podcast and thank you for being patient and still sticking around and being here um so yeah just so grateful to you thank you (laughs) 